uncovering your truth and fire one conversation at a time. This is the Spitfire Podcast. The Spitfire Podcast is brought to you by the Spitfire Coach based in Washington, D.C. If you want to put the fun back in your business and the passion back in your career, head on over to spitfirecoach.com, click on the complimentary discovery call and see how coaching can light a fire under you. Now, this show and all of our shows in the month of September are brought to you by the amazing sponsor, Acuity Scheduling. I use them and I found them and it has changed the way that I do business. No more following up with people, no more chasing clients down to find a time that works for both of us. They can go ahead and schedule their sessions. They can change the times. They can pay for sessions and sign up for classes. So if you have any appointment-based aspect of your business, classes, scheduling, and you are having the headaches, this is like the ibuprofen, Aleve, Excedrin all-in-one. It will relieve the pain of scheduling. So stop taking shit from your scheduling and head on over to acuityscheduling.com. What's going on, guys? It is episode 44, and I am coming to you from a one-on-one phone booth at Mindspace. Yesterday, I started working here because I needed a little division from my home office. Uh, It got a little too close to home, and if you work from home, you probably understand this. Uh, My dog has been sick the last couple days. He's had a bladder infection, so I have been on mommy doggy care duty where I'm literally taking him out every two hours to do his business. So I needed to put the self-care back in my court, and that's why I'm here working, uh, getting myself organized, getting another podcast out to you today. But I actually was inspired for today's show based on my experience at the vet. Uh, It's probably not what you expect, but I think it's an important aspect of the way that you conduct business, the way that you experience other people's businesses, and really creating the best experience put forth. So we're talking today about the customer experience and how confidence can play a role in making or breaking that experience. So I took my dog to an unnamed vet clinic Uh, because I'm probably not going to say some nice things about it. But it was a 24-hour emergency vet clinic. It was the only one that was open that was close by. It was storming. It was raining. It was nuts. And my dog was really sick. And we took him there at about 10 o'clock on a Friday night of Labor Day weekend. So already expecting it to be crazy. Uh, We were, you know, prepared for the long haul. Had our water, had our Kindles, phones were fully charged, had the charging cords. Uh, We were ready to go. And I brought my dog in and I took a urine sample, which is not fun to do in like 20 mile an hour wind gusts with rain, but I did it. And I bring my dog in. First, I called in advance to make sure that it was okay. And they just said, sure, bring him in. Uh, Didn't give me any information on wait times or anything else. So I bring him in and they immediately take the dog as I'm filling out the paperwork and I hand them the sample, thinking that this was going to move things along and we're waiting we're waiting we're waiting we're waiting we're waiting and more people keep coming in with cardboard boxes which we later found out were squirrels um apparently people bring squirrels into emergency vet clinics um and there was a dog who came in before us that we didn't see who apparently uh had an accident And that dog, unfortunately, had to be let down. But this is what led to a lot of the delays. And the vet that we saw who came in to talk to us just had body language where he was not sure of himself. He held his hands together a lot and kind of massaged them. I don't know if it was a comforting mechanism, but everything he said to us 
was related to a female dog. And I stopped him and I said, you know my dog is a, is a male. Oh, yes, 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 that's what I meant. So he was trying to give us information that had nothing to do with our experience. And I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt and ask him clarifying questions. And I was patient and curious. But every time he kept speaking, it made me doubt that he knew what was going on. So he didn't give us answers. He gave us roundabout explanations about things that had nothing to do with what was going on. And I asked him about a very specific thing about my dog sample, where I wasn't sure if it was kidney stones or blood clots. And I asked him if he had ever seen one. And he said, no. And I said, well, do you think you could Google it? Well, I don't know. So his reluctance to research and his immediacy to be right without being sure of himself just further made us question what he was doing. So we sat and we waited, we sat and we waited, and we kept asking the front desk to let us know how much time we were looking at, and no one could give us an answer. And people were running around. Uh, I think the front desk, they were talking about what they would name their kids if they were to have kids, and it just seemed very unprofessional. Um, And when you're spending that amount of money, nothing is worse than when you feel like people are wasting your time. So we went and got a bite to eat because, uh, I don't know about you, but when hanger starts to kick in, you're ready to bite the heads off of anybody who crosses you. So we came back. It's probably about midnight. We're two hours in and the doctor comes out and he says, well, we were unable to get a sample from your dog. He peed in his crate. And I looked at him and I said, why are you going through his crate when I brought you a sample? I don't have a sample. I said, well, your nurse has a sample that I handed in the one that I mentioned to you when we met with you two hours ago. And he looked at me like I had slapped him. And then he disappeared for an hour and a half. And he came back to inform us that the dog who had, came, who had come in before us was being put down on the x-ray table and they were waiting for the owners, which is totally understandable. And I'm not about to rush that. But he knew this for a long time and he withheld the information. And he hid until he had to inform us about what was going on. So fast forward another two hours when he tells us that they don't see anything in the urinalysis. There's no blockage in the x-rays. And he says, well, you can just take your dog home. Now, my dog was in in no position to come home with the symptoms he was having without having any medication or anything else. And... I had very little confidence that this doctor knew what he was talking about. So we actually demanded to talk to his senior manager, the senior doctor on staff. And as we sat down, a little puppy came in who couldn't breathe. And we knew at that point, we're not talking to anybody. Uh, This has priorities. So we ended up getting the prescription and we left. And, you know, I know that when you're in an emergency situation, people are doing the best they can. But all this doctor had to do was literally take a breath, roll his shoulders back, and ask questions about what we needed at that moment. And instead, he guessed around things and avoided us and deflected and, you know, almost made us feel like we were the ones that screwed up. So if you have a business, if you're in any level of a customer experience where you're front-facing, professionalism, consistency, and proactivity is what makes the difference. You know, if someone had told us, 
It's going to take about an hour. We're probably looking at about three hours. If they had come to us for the with the information rather than us going to them, it would have made a world of difference. If the nurse had talked to the doctors about us bringing the sample in, it would have saved us two hours. And I am not saying that I wanted to speed through this process, but I just, I just kept thinking about what other businesses are replicating these same mistakes on a smaller level where they're not engaging the customer in what they need when they're not meeting them where they are to get their needs met, whether they're assuming or they're too busy. You know, people have a choice in where they do business and people want to feel comfortable. They want to feel acknowledged and heard. So if you're skimming over what you think they need or what you think are your priorities, you're missing a ton of stuff. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've gone into a store and all it takes is someone to just say, how are you today? That makes a world of difference in the way that I feel about that establishment versus someone else. And so, sure, these people may not have been paid a lot, but as a business owner, it's up to you to set the standards on how you show up for other people and how you set the tone for the people who work with you. Not for you, but with you. There were tons of supervisors who came in, had their head down, and completely bypassed the situation that was going on at the front desk. And I saw this as just a number of of communication and process breakdowns. And if Marcus Limonis was there from The Profit, and if you don't watch it, you should, he would have nipped it in the bud immediately to get them back on track. So customer experience, it's about the people you're interacting with. It's about the process that you're communicating with. And it's also about the product that you're that you're bringing to people, which is the service in this case. So keep your word, show up for people, and speak with authority when you mean it, and ask questions. Get into the, the heads and the side of the customer so that you can create a win-win opportunity and expand your business, your profit lines, and your ultimate happiness and lower that stress. So if you've been to a vet, you feel my pain, you probably hear it still in my voice, and we're finally at the tail end of the antibiotics, and I'm super happy about that. But if I can pass on any lessons learned, it would be that. Focus on the customer experience instead of about your immediate needs of being bored or whatever it is. So if you own a business or if you have any client-facing duties in your job, just be present, be open, be flexible, and be friendly, be kind. It costs you nothing to be kind. So for all the Spitfires out there, keep being awesome.